Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. President Biden's Department of Justice is arguing the courts are not yet agreeing, but the Constitution requires transgender surgeries. Janet Boynes has written a book, God and the LGBT Community. We have an inspiring song by Selah, a singing group. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Let's get right to our first story. When Fox News is confirming that President Biden's Department of Justice is now arguing in court that the Constitution of the United States requires transgender surgeries and sterilizing meds be provided, probably at taxpayer expense, to gender-confused people. That's in the Constitution. Thankfully, the courts have not yet agreed but this is the crazy argument being given by the Department of Justice. Fox News says the Justice Department argued in court filings last week Thursday that a GOP-backed set of laws relating to the right of transgender youth in Western Virginia and Arkansas are unconstitutional, setting up a likely legal clash in the coming months. Of course, those two conservative states don't want to pay for that, so they put it in their state constitutions. What does the federal constitution say? Well, federal attorneys asserted in a new statement of interest filing that a West Virginia law banning transgender youth athletes, in other words, cross-dressing boys from participating in girls' sports, uh, is somehow now, although it's the law in West Virginia, that might be unconstitutional under the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution and Title IX of the Education Amendments of 1972. The Justice Department argued the law should be overturned. DOJ wrote the following in their legal filings, quote, the United States has a significant interest in ensuring that all students, including st students who are gender confused, transgender, can participate in an educational environment free of unlawful discrimination. And the proper legal standards are applied to claims under Title IX and the Equal Protection Clause, end quote. The Equal Protection Clause are citing the 14th Amendment of the Constitution. The Justice Department made similar arguments in a statement of interest on a different lawsuit in a related matter in Arkansas, which banned gender-affirming care be given to teenagers, care in quotes, meaning surgeries, and permanently sterilizing puberty blockers given to children, transgender youth. Arkansas said no, Department of Justice, and thanks to President Biden, they're saying yes. Republican Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson had vetoed the law dubbed the Save Adolescents from Experimentation Act, but the state legislature overturned his decision. Similar to the West Virginia filing, the federal attorneys now at the DOJ say, oh no, Arkansas is violating the 14th Amendment. Here's another quote from DOJ officials, quote, 
Prohibiting medically necessary care, in other words, including mutilating genital surgeries, right? That's the necessary care they're talking about. In the manner prescribed by Act 626, this is the one in Arkansas, amounts to intentional discrimination against transgender minors on the basis of sex, end quote. And that's the news, or thanks to Fox News for that report. When they say on the basis of sex, the 1964 Civil Rights Act, even back to the 14th Amendment, right, uh, means that you can't discriminate against women because they're women. Well, well what, what if, says Biden, a man pretends to be a woman, then he qualifies for that same non-discrimination statute? No, he's just confused. It's not a man trapped in a woman's body or a woman trapped in a man's body. It is a demon of lying that is inside of their body and they're not trapped there. We could have an exorcism and get them right out, get those people healthy and, and the, the confused will be set free. They'll begin to think clearly the way God thinks. Here's what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't be deceived. Neither fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, or homosexuals, or sodomites, nor thieves, covetous, drunkards, revilers, extortionals, will inherit the kingdom of God. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we have an interview with Janet Boynes, who God set free of the homosexual lifestyle. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. If you've been following the LGBTQ agenda, there is now a radical program to take away freedom from Christians like you. In fact, they're trying to pass an unconstitutional law now. It's misnamed as the Equality Act, but it's really inequality for Christians. And it punishes people like Jack Phillips, the baker who didn't want to participate in gay weddings and florists and photographers. It also forces co-ed bathrooms on every business owner in America. You could lose your business if you don't let men into the ladies' restroom. It violates the privacy and safety of women, forces women to compete with men in their own sporting events. And finally, there are no religious exemptions. Even your church will be vulnerable. We want you to sign a petition against this today at PrayInJesusName.org. Click on PrayInJesusName.org. There's a row of petitions there. Look for the one called Equality. We will send it to Congress. Sign up today. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover, and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top. 
and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-ObeyGod. Get yours today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. I've said uh, for years that I am the greatest of sinners. The good news is that Jesus loves sinners, and that includes people in the LGBT community. I think he loves them most, perhaps. Uh, the, the author of this book is God, the LGBT Community, a Compassionate Guide for Parents, Families, and Churches. Janet Boynes is a, a, an ex-lesbian follower of Jesus. Thank you for coming on the program. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Good, good. Tell us your story. You know, I was raised in a family of seven kids, four different fathers. and Four different fathers? Four different fathers. My mother obviously had kids out of wedlock. And my, my, I was the middle child, and the sad thing about it is the man that raised me was the father of the three under me, and he was very abusive. He would come home drunk, and fights would always break out at our home. I call that intense fellowship. And so what I saw... Fights. Fights. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fist fights. Oh, boy. And so what I saw, I started mimicking. So when my father and my mother would get into these fights, I would go to school and start beating up all the boys because I thought that's how you handle your problems. My life was being turned around by the things that I saw at home. And I didn't really have a good outlook of God because of the abuse. Then I was raped by my mother's husband and then by an altered boy. Even though my mother wasn't with her husband at that time wow. and they were separated, I was molested by him because I used to go with my sister down to visit him. And one day he kept me behind, sent them to the store. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for the way that men treated you. Yeah. If I were in your shoes, I would hate men. At one time I did. Not only did I hate men, I hated black men because I associated black men with abuse. I said three things. I would never marry a black man. I would never have kids out of wedlock. And I would never go on welfare because those three things I've hated. I said I'll never eat welfare cheese again because we were on welfare. During that time you have seven kids and then my mother wind up raising us on her own after she separated from the man that was abusing her for a period of time. Well, well some families need that, but I can understand your, uh, your want to be independent. Uh, how did you move into the lesbian lifestyle? You know, as a child, I never really thought about becoming a lesbian. However, because I played sports, most people thought I would be a lesbian because I enjoyed going outside and playing football or basketball. I was a great basketball player. But when I moved to Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, in 1979, I went on to Concordia College there, and a girl invited me to church. And during that time, when I decided to go to church, I got saved, and I met this wonderful guy. He was a drummer. He was a bike racer. He always rode his bike in very good health. He courted me for three years and then asked me to marry him. And during that time, as we were preparing for marriage, I was going to some Assemblies of God church at that time. And he was on the road a lot, and I started hanging out with this girl, and her father was a pastor, so I didn't think anything of it. I stayed at her house late one night, and I wind up having a sexual relationship with her. Next day, I went to my pastor, and I told him. He said three things, which were the right three things, even though he didn't know that. Call off your wedding, tell your fiancé, and get some help. And I did two of the three. Call off your wedding, tell your fiancé, and get some help. I did two of the three. I called off my wedding, told my fiance, and I walked away from the Lord for 14 years. And you never got the help until what happened in, in 1998? You know, the Bible says that if there's 100 sheep and one goes astray, God does come after the 99. I think as a backslidden Christian, God never stops 
you know, tapping on our shoulder and coming after us and trying to woo us back because a lot of times we ignore him. As time went on, sin was fun for a season for me. I enjoyed living a homosexual life for two or three years and then I was empty. I was on drugs. I had to put myself in treatment. I was not enjoying living that life anymore, but I didn't know how to get back until 1998. I had a cleaning business and I went to the store at three o'clock in the morning, this woman was coming out. Her name is Tammy Brown. And we engaged in a conversation. I said, ma'am, what are you doing out here at three o'clock in the morning? She said, I dropped my son off at school. I said, at school, ma'am, there's no school open three o'clock in the morning. She said, oh no, he goes to North Central Bible College. And the wheels started turning because I took homiletics and hermeneutics there before I walked away from my faith. And five years prior to meeting Tammy, there was a church near my house called Maple Grove Assemblies of God. And I used to tell my girlfriend, I'm going to go there someday. Well, Tammy pulled out a brochure and said, look, why don't you come to church? I'm going away for two weeks and we'll be back. She wrote down her number and she gave me a brochure and it was Maple Grove Assemblies of God. Two weeks later, I rededicated my heart to the Lord after living a lesbian life for 14 years. 14 years in sin and and Jesus washed it all away. He forgave your sins. He did forgive my sins. And you know, walking out of that life wasn't easy. It's a process because I looked like a man at that time. I wore boxers. I shopped in Macy's men's department. I wore men's shoes. And you know, I was trying to be something that I knew I couldn't be, but I thought I could be a better man than my father was to my mother. I could treat women better than what my father how my father treated my mom. And so after a period of time, I realized that that wasn't possible. I could never walk in the shoes of a man, but I knew God had something better for me. So at that church during that time, the women in a Bible study took me under their wing. One of the leaders came to me and said, Janet, we've been praying for you. We'd like you to come live with us. So I moved in with a Christian family for a year and that's where my life really changed. I understood how a man treated his wife. I understand family dynamics because I never had that growing up. It was something I yearned for, but God gave it to me in the desires of my heart. And from that period on, I continued walking with the Lord. So you saw a, a healthy marriage modeled by this new family who let you come in and live with them. How does that reflect uh, Jesus and the church, right? Because he's the groom and we're the bride. So there's a male female relationship in that kind of spiritual dynamic. Uh, did you see Jesus uh, uh, become a husband to you in a, in a good way? Not for a period of time, because a lot of times many of us look at Jesus the same way we look at our parents, you know, as an abuser or, you know, you have to live up to a certain expectation. And that's the way I saw Jesus for a long time and still, until I got the help that I needed, the counseling that I needed, and I knew my identity. And I knew my identity was in Christ, but it took a long time for me to get there. Who is Jesus now to you? My Savior, my Lord and Savior, and my husband, because even though I've been out of that life 20 years, I am still single. And so I am believing God that someday he'll bring me a husband. And even if he doesn't, I will continue to serve him. That is inspiring. The, the book, which is your third book, by the way, you have a couple others, is, is God, the LGBT community. Um, and Janet, there's somebody out there who's inspired, and I know you, you do a lot of personal ministry to people coming out of the LGBT lifestyle. Would you lead somebody in a word of prayer? Yeah. You know, I understand what it's like to live the roughness of life, getting knocked down and getting back up again. But I want you to know that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if you're struggling, you can always contact our ministry. But most importantly, Jesus is there for you as well. So I just pray that you will reach out for help 
and that you'll know that what Jesus did for me, he'll do for you also. Amen. Let's pray about this. Father, we pray in Jesus' name for somebody watching this program who needs Jesus. They, they need a, a true loving husband in their life or a true loving father. And they were mistreated by, by sinful men. But Jesus, you were a gracious and loving father. We ask you to reveal yourself to them in that uh, tender way that you, that you show. We pray this blessing on every viewer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Janet, thanks for coming on the program. Thanks for having me. All right. Her ministry is JanetBoynesMinistries.com. Get a copy of her book. We'll be right back. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I want to introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry and the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind praying Jesus' name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here with this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this into your amazing charity and show. 15 years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I back my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow, and to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. The MyPillow Topper, for the first time, has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow mattress topper. It's just like a firm cloud. MyPillow helps me get a good night's sleep so I can do my job in the morning. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts, not just on my pillows, but so much more. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, now joined by a musical singing group who lifts up the name of Jesus with their songs. Selahonline.com is their website. I want to welcome Todd, Amy, and Alan. You're, you're three of the group. How many are in the group? That's Just, the Just, Just the three of us. Just the three. We got all of you. This is great. So, uh, Todd, introduce yourself, please. Uh, Todd Smith, originally from uh, Detroit, Michigan, but grew up in Congo, Africa, and I uh, live in Nashville with my wife, Angie, and my four daughters. You're an MK. MK. Missionary's kid. Mm -hmm. uh, Amy. My name's Amy Perry, and I'm from California, but I currently live in Texas with my husband and my son, and uh, yeah, just 
living our life. And Alan. Uh, my name is Alan Hall. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee originally, but been in Nashville for 32 years. So you're producing a new album. I know you've done other albums, but this new one has kind of an international flavor to it. Yeah. Uh, inspired in part by sounds from Africa, from India, from Asia. Uh, uh, Todd, explain this. Yeah, basically, so just from growing up in Congo, uh, we've always recorded songs in Lingala or Kituba, which is, Kituba is a language I grew up speaking. And we thought about what if we were to take songs by worship leaders and songwriters from around the world uh, and introduce them to the church in the West, you know, by singing them in English. So um, it's a friend of mine who's president of our label. He said, whenever I go to countries, they'll sing our songs, meaning songs from the U.S., but they always sing their songs the loudest. And so it was like, what if we could find those songs? Like, how great thou art. I think it's a Russian melody and a Swedish lyric, you know, but to yeah. think of how that song has blessed the now world. Now, you've taken some of these international songs that are mm -hmm. already popular elsewhere, mm -hmm. and you put them in English so that our audience can understand them. Give me a, a introduce this first lick that you're going to sing for us. So the first one is Yesu Azaliawa, which is a song that I uh, grew up singing in Cuba in uh, Congo, and it just means Jesus is here with us. And this was actually not in English. Yeah. Yes, this one's uh, actually, this one's going to be in, in Lingala. So, Let's hear yes. a lick. Go ahead. Yesu azaliyawa, Yesu azaliyawa, Yesu azaliyawa nabiso, Yesu azaliyawa, Yesu azaliyawa, Yesu azaliyawa nabiso, oh, 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 alleluia. That is beautiful. I understood two words, hallelujah, Jesus. <laughs> that's and, right. And that's, we, we love to lift up the name of Jesus here, and thank you for doing that. Um, tell me about the, the, the other songs that are going to be on this album. Oh, you're looking at yeah. me. So we've collected songs. They were collected for us, um, and then we got to listen to a whole bunch. And the ones that really connected, there's one from Indonesia. There's one um, from Sweden. There's one from, oh, where's India. the one you're in love with? Is uh, that the Indonesian Indone one? India. Holland, just all Brazil. over. There's one from Brazil. Is that Glory Hallelujah? Oh, <gasps> it is my favorite as soon as I heard it. It's just beautiful. Your band manager is from India, mm -hmm. from Calcutta, and was actually uh, raised in the child spot sponsorship program yes. that your charity supports one child mm -hmm. and so some of the proceeds and even people can sponsor kids through your own website how do they do that yeah they, they go to yeah. sailaonline.com uh, which is our website and they can they'll see one child they'll see a banner for it they can click on that and then they can sponsor kids in particular we're um, working with uh, Organi the organization in the Dominican Republic. So there's 37 churches in the Dominican. Uh, we just went there about two weeks ago and got to meet our sponsor kids. But eventually what we'd love to do is take a group of people, like people who come to Sela concerts, we share about uh, one child and they're yeah. able to sponsor and maybe take a trip uh, and, and, go and go they can go and visit Isn't and do great? some work there. One child is a great way to change a child's life and, and your band manager is a product of that. Alan, introduce this next clip for us. You have another song that you want to yes. talk about? It's uh, it's from the new album that will be out coming out this fall. This one's this is the song from Brazil. It's called Glory Alleluia, and here's a little chorus of it. And this is brand new. We've not even sung this live for anybody. We and Alan has perfect pitch, so he's going to give me the note because I don't know. Okay, ready? This is just the chorus. Three, four. Glory, glory, glory. 
song originally from Brazil Brazil yes gosh and they sing such perfect English in Brazil I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just you've actually translated that from Portuguese yep. to English so that we can understand it what's the name of the album where can I buy it it's called uh, one name and it will be actually we're going to be doing singles initially uh, streaming those yeah. and then eventually we'll make uh, an album of it and that'll be available anywhere. But the first single release is September 24th. 24th. Mm -hmm. so. right. and, and then you guys are going to travel and go on tour? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, we're we have some there. stuff going on this fall. We have a nice Christmas tour. Like, we just got a lot of stuff. Finally, now that the world's opening back up, we're going to be able to to do what we love. Yeah, and if, if people are on, yeah, and if people, you know, if they're on Apple Music or Spotify, they can follow us there. Mm -hmm. And then anytime we have a new single, that will they'll get an email for that so they can listen and hear any new songs that we're doing. We have a YouTube projects. channel. We're on Facebook and Instagram. I mean, all, yeah. everybody can find yeah. us there. All the social media. Last question, and, and, and it's always been a mystery to me. What does the word Selah mean? It's in the Psalms. Mm -hmm. Yes. They don't, they, they don't know an exact meaning, but it has about 40 different connotations. And the two that we chose that we thought fit us a lot, it can mean to pause and reflect. It can also be a musical pause. And then it can also mean to lift the voices mightily in praise. So we thought that hopefully those meanings, that's what we strive to do. I like that. The spelling is S-E-L-A-H. That's right. Online.com. That's right. Our guest has been Todd, Amy, Alan, and we encourage you to get their music, SailaOnline.com. Let's take a short break. I'll be right back. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. The Bible says this in James 1, that pure religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. You know, we have been sponsoring up to 259 orphans and children in one of the poorest states in India for many years, but now there is a famine of biblical proportions happening because of the unemployment there. We are sponsoring people who otherwise cannot feed themselves. We've given over $10,000 to feed up to 100,000 meals to the poorest of poor in one of the poorest states in the world. We need your support. We need your financial contributions. Can you help us? There's somebody out there watching who could give $1,000 or even $10,000 toward a matching gift for what we have already provided. Please donate today. PrayInJesusName.org is our website. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please help us feed the poor today. Today, I wanna to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But, Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today. Wasn't that an inspiring song by Selah? I am so happy to bring you these kinds of important and inspirational songs and reports. Please donate to help us bring you this. We need your contributions, large or small. You can donate by phone right now at 866-Obey-God. That's our toll-free number. 
or through our website, PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 16, every man shall give as he is able according to the blessing of the Lord your God, which he has given to you. If you need prayer today, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.